Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's video has three points, and you're going to want to stick around because the third point explores the biggest myth that is costing you and causing you to lose when it comes to self-publishing and getting sales on your books. You're going to want to stick around. So the topic we're exploring in today's video is top self-publishing myths. We're gonna go through a number of the big ones, and I think you're going to find something quite helpful, something in there for everybody. So maybe you're an author or self getting started in self-publishing, and you hear from a lot of different other authors and self-publishers all of the things you need to do. And they'll go through a list of, you need to do this, you need to do that. There's only one big problem. Some of the items that show up on the list these people are giving you are complete myths. That means if you do those things, you will see no impact on your sales, or worse yet, you may in fact start losing sales as a result of the time you could have spent doing things that are proven and tested to easily get your book self-published and selling, but instead you opted for simply not going that route and just trying to wing it yourself. So this is where we're going to explore in today's video. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button because it will help me beat the Google, the YouTube algorithm and make sure other authors just like you are able to learn how to self-publish easily. In addition, if you're needing additional help, you can see below in the comments my absolutely free and updated self-publishing checklist that will make sure that you're not skipping any of the steps necessary to get your books self-published and selling. So check it out. Now let's get into it. From my own story, when I first got started, I started putting my book together. Right? So just like everybody else, you first write the book and then we start the process of, okay, we're going to need to format it and do a lot of other things. But I realized it needs to be perfect, right? So I went through like 50 rounds of editing, making sure I didn't miss anything because after all, it's the most important thing to make sure there's not a single grammatical error in your entire book, right? Isn't that worth it? Maybe you should go a hundred times because then it'll absolutely sell so much better if it's perfect. And it will only take you a couple years to get the book on the market because after all, a lower quality book isn't going to sell if there's some errors in there. And we definitely don't want to put it out onto the market until we're sure there are no errors. Well, that was a little bit of a myth now, wasn't it? So the thing was interesting was when I got it onto the market, I didn't particularly see any change in sales. The sales were sort of what they were. They were not particularly great. They were okay, but I wasn't making a lot of money off of my very first books. And what happened was I then heard about a strategy of well, what if you, you only have so much time to write books yourself? What if you hire other people to write books? I don't put my own name on them, just choosing pen names to test it out and experiment. So I started choosing shorter books in popular markets targeting specific keywords because now we're talking about the self-publishing itself as a game. The idea of how can I put books on the market that meet a particular need in, in specific niches that I know are popular. And here was the big secret that I discovered. These lower quality books, now they were still quality enough, they weren't getting one-star reviews, but a little bit lower on the quality scale 
putting these books onto the market, I discovered, and they were written by ghostwriters, and they were edited a couple times. You know, go through, make sure there's no grammatical mistakes. Use automated things like Grammarly and Copy Pro and a, and a number of other other programs that I was using uh, at the time. Pro Writing Aid, that was the one I was using at the time. And just sort of go through them and see if, and correct big mistakes. But otherwise, we do not do 50 things. I put them onto the, onto the market. And what did I discover with these shorter 3,000 word books? The answer was, they were outperforming my highly edited books. Books where I spent hundreds of dollars paying editors in order to edit and make sure everything was perfect. But how can this be? How can it be I'm getting outperformed by ghostwritten books? Now it's by English speakers, their quality. I tried some lower quality ones and I just gave up. I didn't even publish them. But by English speakers who know about the topics they're writing on and putting those onto the market and then seeing what happens and they were outperforming my books. And that made no sense to me. That is, unless I was buying into a myth, which in fact I was. And the huge myth, it is that well-edited books will out uh, will not outperform lower quality books that are in a good market. So that's the myth. It was that, well, it, actually the myth would be well-edited books will outperform lower quality books. That is a complete myth. So it is true that if your book is full of grammatical errors, that people are going to give you one star, two star reviews for that, and that will affect your sales. But assuming we're, we're removing just basic grammatical errors, we're not talking about huge formatting on the book, uh, then all of these efforts, this is a myth. You do not need to have a book that has been edited 50 times in order to see sales on the book. You just need to make sure it's in a popular market. You have a great cover on that book. And the titles and the keywords are matching what people are searching for. So there's a current, a flow of people who are looking for particular books on a topic. We're putting those books into that market and and focusing to make sure they're optimized for that market. And then the connection occurs between the reader and the book itself. And then they are, they are satisfied. They're giving positive reviews. And we're seeing a lot more sales than spending an infinite time editing our books. And that was it. It was all about the market. Editing matters only to a certain degree, but it is by far not as important as marketing. Making sure that there is a market, a market of hungry readers who want to read our book. So this is something you really need to keep in mind. So top self-publishing myths. Number one, spamming Facebook groups filled with other authors with your book will trigger sales. That is a complete myth. If you take your book and send the link, your Amazon link in all these groups, you will annoy people with that spam. And usually I see these authors trying to sell other authors where they'll be like, oh, look, I also wrote a book. You should buy it and read it. But why would other authors? They're not your target audience. You need to be thinking. And this is something I've talked to my students recently about. You need to be asking yourself, who is your target audience? Who are you writing to? What readers are you writing to? You can go into their groups where those people are and interact and over a period of time build relationships and then mention and post your books. But do not go into infinite Facebook groups and just pounding away posting links to your book. This results in no sales. You will not see any sales coming through for your books if you play this game. Huge myth, huge waste of time, and so I would recommend staying away from that one. Number two, second myth. The quality of your book is the most important thing in getting sales. Now, this one is almost painful how often I hear people thinking this particular thought. They're thinking that if they can just write a high quality book and edit it enough times and make it perfect, that that is the most important thing for sales. 
In reality, there are two big issues. One is there needs to be a hungry market who wants to buy what you're writing on and the market needs to not be oversaturated with other books that are already meeting that need. So that's number one. And number two, we just need to optimize the book, the title, the keywords, the cover, the description, the look through the chapters. When they look, open the book up and see the chapter titles, they're also all of them selling your book. We want to optimize all of those things. And this is a huge myth, the idea that the quality of the book itself somehow plays a role here. It does not. I can tell you I've read many five-star books that people are very excited about that are low, lower quality. It needs to be a certain level and it needs to deliver at least what it's claiming because otherwise then it's just a, it's a scam. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about books that actually deliver the value that they're promising. However, the quality of the book is not as important as the job you spend marketing the book. And that is going to save you a lot of time to keep that in mind, which means you need to be putting more books onto the market. That's the key issue with this one. Putting more books onto the market as opposed to spending infinite time polishing and repolishing one given book. Keep writing books, keep self-publishing, increase the quality with each book, optimize the book, put it on the market, see what your reviews are, and then fix those issues to make sure that your readers are happy with the books that you're putting out there. Now, number three, and our secret answer of the day, and I even threw in a bonus for you SPMEs out there who I know are wondering, is there a bonus this time? And the answer is yes, there is. So the secret is you will hit it big with your very first book. After all, like we talked about, this is a myth, as we talked about, I'm such a great writer that who isn't going to want to read my book? And my first question to my students always comes back to my coaching students and my and my course students, the question I always ask is, do you already have a platform? Do you have people, thousands of people already reading your material? And they're like, well, not really, I don't have that. Uh, the other question they ask is that, uh, well, wait, maybe you've already written books so we can see the sales of your existing books so we know that you've already got an author's platform. There's a lot of people. But, well, I don't have that either. Well, what about your email list? Maybe you've got an awful lot, thousands of emails on your email list of readers who are excited and want to buy your new book. Is that what you have? No, I don't have that. Well, what do you have? I have an amazing high quality book I've edited and polished many, many times that I'm going to eventually release on the market and we're gonna make a killing with this book. And the answer is, that doesn't happen. That is like winning the lottery here. The people who are making $100,000 or more on Amazon have between, I think, what, what did I say the last one was? I had looked it up, it was like 40 books on the market. 40 books. So a lot of books, unless we're saying these all, all these authors were just terrible, they didn't know how to write the book the first time. But the reality is your first book you may feel it's going to be, oh, it's amazing in quality, but it's actually lower in quality than you would imagine. It's not as high as you might imagine. And number two, wait till you put it on the market. This myth here will seriously demotivate you. You put it on the market and you discover people are not buying your book. Why aren't they buying your book? Well, you're simply not, you don't have an audience yet. Your book may be wonderful. That's the thing that's, that's so painful for people that a high quality book is going to make sales. That is a huge myth. You need to avoid this one. And now our bonus myth for today, that is the path is effortless. No, it is not. As you start to write, you may find it easy, but we're going to need to keep, we're gonna get resistance and we're gonna need to keep on pushing. And, I, and if you listen to me long enough, you're gonna catch this issue. It's all about your daily habits. Are you or are you not? putting a writing for your book every single day. If you're not, 
you're going to lose here. You're never going to get your book out. You're never going to self-publish. We're simply not going to learn the skills that are necessary. Because some days I wake up and I'm motivated, and some days I wake up and do not want to help people with self-publishing. I do not want to self-publish new books. This is just how it is. We have to press through that resistance, and by pressing through, we can reach a point where we're actually succeeding. Success comes after we press through that resistance. If you want to succeed, you're going to need a press. So the idea that it is effortless, that is going to cost you. In the beginning, it may be effortless, but eventually you're going to hit that wall and you're just going to need to press through it. Okay? So hopefully that was a, a little helpful to you. So why don't you help me now? Because I really want to hear what myth have you run across in self-publishing? I'm sure you've heard something that I haven't mentioned here. I wanna hear about it below in the comments, so just go ahead and put that in there, and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.